creating space to rest is a discipline. Yes. Right. And, and I think that um, the easy way out is just to not have discipline. Right. And we think we're productive and it's like, oh, but we have things to do. But it's like we need to develop the discipline of creating rest. Yeah. I'm Courtney. And I'm John. And this is On the Door Frames. So why don't we talk about just the whole concept of getting off of the crazy train uh, that is the hurry that right. families live in today mm. and just evaluating that. And I think, I think we have to be careful because we can obviously get to this place where, you know, we worship our busyness. Mm. And I think that we've been in that place as a culture you know, it's like the busier, the better, the more things you have kids, kids have going on, the more successful you are as a parent, you should never sit down or anything else. Right. But I think you can go the other way where you're so, so much trying to take everything out of your life right. that you take out really meaningful things. Yes. So as a family, how, how do we do that? Mm. How do we evaluate a, a life? that gives us room to breathe, right, right. that gives us room to think, that mm. gives us room to create, and gives us room, most importantly, to become. Yes. The whole, that end right. game of parenting mm. is who we're becoming and who they're yeah. becoming. You can't become if every second is dictated. Yes, and, and I think as parents, like we want the best for our kids, right? Yes. And we're like, give them lots of experiences, let them do all the things, right? And 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 it's and there's nothing wrong with all of no. those things. But if you start to see that it's eroding your lives, right? Or, or it's just crazy and, and you never have space for, for relationship, right? Then it's like, you know, maybe some adjustments need to be made. And, and I think about, you know, in life, I think the easy road is either, it's to either extreme, right? It's, it's let's just do all the things and just, ignore all the other stuff and try not to think about it and just go, 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 go. Yeah. And you know, the, the finish line is maybe graduating high school. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other extreme is just like, we're not gonna do anything. Just right? shut it all out, yeah. turn inward. Yeah, but we need to fight for the middle ground, Yeah. right? That is, and, and I think in all areas we can do this, right? We can find that middle ground. Um, and I think that middle ground is unique to the family. Yes. Right. And that that's where mm. there's not going to be this list mm. again, that is perfect for everyone. And we still want those things. We want someone just to give us the easy answer and there's no easy answer. Right. The answer is what matters to your family. Mm. What are your core values? Because then your list is going to look different than mine because right. what you say yes and no to is going to be dependent on your values. But the great part of that that boundary of a vision for your family is it makes those yeses and nos a lot more mm, automatic. Right. Does this fit these key things that our family is about? Well, then it doesn't matter if it's a really good thing. It's still a no. Right. If it doesn't fit ours, it might be a resounding yes for mm. the family next door right. because it is right in the heart of their values, mm. but it's not for ours. And that's hard. Yes. We, we start looking around and Obviously today, that's easier than ever to mm. look around, scroll your feed, do yep. all the things. Oh, look at what that family is doing. Is, yes. They're, you know, they're involved in all these things and their kids are so happy and all of the things that right. we feel like we're seeing. But what we don't see is the cost of all of that. Yes. And I think what's so important, and this is something I say to the kids a lot, it's something I remind myself of, every yes is a no. Yeah. Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something right. else. 
So you can't just think that your life is full of all, well, just add that one more yes. There is something you are absolutely cutting out of your life with that yes, even if it is just a little more sleep time or a family meal or whatever. And it's, again, there's not these absolutes of what that needs to look like, but you need to be aware. It's all about the intentionality of it. Are we doing things on purpose? Because there are even seasons, I think, where things stay pretty Uh intense. You know, a season of going after something, but it's intentional. It's a decision that was made. Maybe if it is kind of an intense going season, we also have an end for Mm -hmm. it. Right. Um, There's there's intention in those decisions. And, And these decisions aren't being made forever. No. There can be seasons, like you're saying, but but it's like, hey, we're gonna do this thing, but we're not committing to this thing for the next four years. Right. We're committing it to an to it to it for a season. Right. right. And and I think that um, you know, I think that I think about a story, right? That we had a season where we traveled a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. We we've hit 49 states, we've done a bunch of national parks. And that was a that was a goal for our family. It connected to how we were doing homeschooling. We wanted to go see the East Coast while we were studying American history, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a that was a goal for our family. Well, because of that, we couldn't do team sports. We couldn't do some of the plays. We couldn't do all of these extracurricular things because we were going to be on the road for two months. Right. But man, the experiences that our kids got and the learning and I mean, you talk about Jamestown, it's like we were there, Plymouth the Rock, we were there. We saw it and they right. learned about it while we were there. And, and it's like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sitting there being like, oh, well, you know, that baseball season or that that play that they weren't able to be in, you know, that's an OK no for that situation right. because they also got something else. And I think that's the important thing is when you're saying no to things, fill it with yeses as well. right? Yes. And, and figure out what that balance is. But again, intentionality, let it line up with what your mission is as, as a family. And right? talk about it. Talk mm-hmm. about where Jane and make those decisions together. I think our kids, because of having weighed that and had seasons where we stay home mm-hmm. and we do those things, like this last season has been a not travel season for us and the right. kids got to be involved in some things where they were there all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting listening to them kind of debrief from that. And now I feel like they have this good sense of, Huh. And I heard them kind of evaluating, do we want to be in that or do we want to go travel some more? And I like that they're learning that Mm -hmm. and realizing that give and take instead of just thinking they can do everything. Right, right. And and just realizing that that there's a cost Mm -hmm. to everything and you need to evaluate it and make that decision. They also saw that it's not all glamour to get to be involved in something like that. It was a lot of hard showing up time after time repetitively for the same thing. And in the end, they felt like it was really worth it to be involved in those things. Mm -hmm. It's also just evaluating, I think, the distinct makeup of your family because for our family, we have a lot of kids. It means decisions look different from us. Mm -hmm. You can't 
be a family of 10 people and live your average normal American life and just put your, your 10 people into it. It just doesn't work. You have to make changes with that. Our kids get a lot of things. Mm -hmm. The fact that they have those siblings and have that support system and have people around them all the time. It's so funny because like other, other kids will come over and when they'll cry when they leave, I think they literally think it's like the party zone or something. They're like, what is this place where there are always people to play with? Um, and it is, it's just the constant surrounding of that, but there are things that it means a no to, and it may, you know, it, imagine having eight kids at different sporting events at all different times. I mean, there would not actually be a physical possibility of you and I being at every kid's every game. That's, it would not be humanly possible. We would literally have to have Uber drivers taking our kids (laughs) to the games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so... But instead of throwing all of that out, and we had a season where we did yeah, that, right. we evaluated, we evaluated a lot of things and just went, man, do, what do we feel like the gain is here versus mm-hmm. the loss? And it took a lot of yeah. evaluating that. Yeah. But we found a sport mm-hmm. that our kids can be involved in where we can also travel because it's not dependent on them being there at certain times. Mm-hmm. They can come and go, kind of work their way through their certifications and keep mm-hmm. training but there's not a team depending on them right and they can be involved in something they love it mm-hmm. they can't get enough of it right and our oldest son even coaches and some of those yep. things so it's been such a great fit there are options mm-hmm. and i think we just do what we've always seen done right and we don't investigate those options and we're literally just dying right trying to keep up this thing because it's what we've always seen yes. And it's not serving us. And we don't have to serve these things Mm. that are not giving back to us just because someone else is doing them. And we have, kind of back to the traveling, we have so many people that say things like, oh my goodness, it's so incredible that your kids get those experiences, but then they don't see all the things that had to be sacrificed in order to gain those experiences. And that's how we tend if it's our lives, mm-hmm. we see all the sacrifices. Right. If it's someone else's life, yeah. all we see is just the end result yes. of what they gained. Right. And, and so we're like, oh, that looks perfect. Yes. We have to realize everything is some version of those things yes, combined. Yes, totally. I think about a story um, where uh, someone's, someone's granddaughter... Uh, she she was newly married and and was gonna cook for the first time and she was making a ham and she goes and um, is gonna put this ham in the oven and she cuts the ends off like big chunks of the ends just cuts them off and throws them away and her husband's like why did you do that she's like oh this is my grandmother's recipe she always did that so I'm gonna do it too right and so it turns out she asked her grandmother you know why why do you cut the ends off she's like oh well, my pan was too small to fit a whole a whole ham, right? And so I think that is what we do, yeah. right? We, we it's just like, keep doing it. We just keep doing it. And we, you know, we don't ask the question, like, why did we start doing this, right? right? And so, man, well, it's so Well, and then you have, yeah. you know, from child to child, it's right. like, well, we're doing this because the first child liked doing this, yeah. but does the second child even care right. about doing it? Totally. Or is it just, totally. are they miserable and they don't want to tell you that right. they're miserable, which is right. the plot line of, Every movie, yes. the child who's silently, yeah. you know, doing something that they, the parents think they want to do because they won't speak up. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, to talk about, to talk about the practical stuff, right? It, it's like, how do we, 
how do we evaluate this? You know, what, how do we figure out, um, you know, when we should shift, right? Right. And I, and I think it starts with talking to your kids, yes. right? Yeah, I think this is a theme in some of the things we talk about, but it's like, this is relational, right? Yes. And, and you evaluate these things together mm-hmm. and, and you, you stop and ask, why are you cutting the ends of the ham, ham off, right? Like, let's reevaluate because yeah. life is always changing. Let's ask right? questions about everything. Yes. And I think sometimes we don't realize how afraid our kids are to challenge the status quo yeah, with us. Right. To come and say, hey, I, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. And, right. but, but we'll respond, what? But, but I mean, you need to do that because this and right. that. And what about so-and-so and all these things? And they're just like, all right, all right never yeah. mind. You know, yes. kind of a thing. But the other part is so often with kids, they don't know what they need. We don't know what we need. We right. run ourselves into the ground. Right. Right. And so it takes time to sit back and actually let ourselves be honest mm. about what's working for us right. and what's not yes. and let ourselves really think through it. And it, sometimes mm. it's creating a space, maybe it's a weekend, mm-hmm. maybe it's a night, maybe it's whatever to say, we're going to kind of push everything aside and really just ask ourselves some questions. But I firmly believe that kids need a lot more downtime than yeah. they're getting. Right. And I, our kids vary so drastically mm-hmm. in personality. We have extroverts, we have introverts, we have uh, kids who like certain things and other kids who really just would like to get a book and sit in their room. Right. All these kinds of things. We have everything in between. But I would say across the board, mm-hmm. they need a lot of downtime. Yes, yes. They, it's, it's that space to process. Yes. Right? And, and I think when you are developing and you're, there's so much going in, there's so much you're learning, if you never have time to sit and think about and just sit in your right. thoughts, right? You you don't have room to you know ask those questions, right? We're just to go introspective. Our kids lives with input, input, right. input, 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 right. and that's why they're so stressed. Yeah, they're so their brains are just racing. Mm. They're anxious. Mm. They're carrying these loads that adults can't handle. These schedules that adults can't even handle right. by the time they're you know third grade or fourth grade. Right. Right. And it's very easy, I think, for parents today to maybe not even realize how much that has morphed mm. since their own childhood right. and to not realize, hey, just because something worked for you, it's it's not the same. Like right. the pressure has gone next level today. It right. is not as recreational as it yeah. was when you did it. Right. It is not as simple as it was when mm. you did it. So many factors. And it's, I just think it's so important to just constantly be in that questioning mm-hmm. mode. But it is only in some downtime, in some boredom, yeah, and that that any kind of creativity is born. Right. That I think that one thing that people will say when they come over to our house, that they're coming to talk to me or whatever, is they'll kind of go, "Where are your kids?" Right. Oh, they're, they're so quiet. They're Why upstairs. is it so quiet? Yeah, right? kind yeah. of a deal because they don't 
want or need me every second. First of all, they have each other, which is a huge factor, but they are used to just playing on their own. And I always laugh because like, hey, think about it. If you had the option to bother and wake up the teacher and remind her that you're there or leave the teacher oh, yeah. alone, what would your choice be? <laughs> right, right. But, and it's true. I mean, they know every, my mom was this way too. Yeah. You never said I'm bored right. because you were going to get a long yes. list oh, of you need something to options do. You if you were bored. And our kids right. know not, not to ever throw that one out there. Um, but they do, they go and they, they find something and that's really important. And between the screens and the workload and the crazy schedules, what is going to happen to these kids when they become adults Mm. and they have never literally for a second just sat in their own thoughts. Right. Right. They've, they've never had that space to just, yeah, figure out who they are, figure out what they really care about. And I think our culture does lend itself toward, um, just, they're always being noise, so we don't have to say yes. our thoughts. Right? I have to fight it. You know, with totally. the way our phones and things yeah. are now, at any moment, I can go connect with another person, handle a business thing, handle an mm-hmm. email, handle whatever. And that's not even to mention the entertainment options. Right. right. And so I can feel productive mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. It doesn't even have to be something negative. Yes. It can be productivity, mm-hmm. but I am just never yeah and and i think i think creating creating space to rest is a discipline yes (laughs) right and and i think that um the easy way out is just to not have discipline right and we think we're productive and it's like oh but we have things to do but it's like we need to develop the discipline of creating rest yes right and and i think that um so you know so much comes out of that yes right and and um you know, that starts with us modeling it. Yes. You know, and, and we've talked about this. Right. They're going to do what we do. And that's and so, hard. I've seen our kids yep. not listening to what we say about this because you and I are yeah. very productive, right. focused, yes. and it's very difficult to do what we want yep. them to do yep. versus just say it. Right. We have to constantly be yes. watching that. And it's something we can continue to work on. Yep. Yep. But I, I think that practically... This is going to look so different for every family. I think a few things that help us are, and again, this is us. So I feel like it's so important to protect our mornings because it sets the entire tone for the day and it turns into this everyone's rushed and frustrated mm. and pushing. Right. And mornings, I, I love the process. And again, this is kind of a big family thing, but so a couple mornings ago, I got up because the dogs woke up. I went in and took them out and I was sitting in the couch. And then one of the kids came in. I was morning mommy and I asked them a couple questions and they told me a couple things. And then the next one came in, told me a couple things. And it's just this little, this little trickling in. Yeah, this trickling in of them. And they're like different little morning faces. And some of them are earlier risers and some of them are later. And they come staggering in. So we have a pretty late start time on our day. Obviously, we have the flexibility of that right. with homeschooling, but we have created the flexibility right. of that right. because that would matter to us. That's part of our thought process. Yeah. And even within homeschooling, you have choices you right. can make on that. It's right. one of the reasons we haven't committed to a lot of co-op type situations mm-hmm. or other, there are plenty of ways we could fill up and do those yes. mornings even as right. home right. educators. And so, 
we've made that decision because I love that. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean we won't ever do something, but I don't make it a normal right. process of right. what we do. Yeah. And then I think that because of that, we have these sweet times. We set our breakfast time and then our school start time is a little bit mm-hmm. later. And mm-hmm. we make a goal to get it in, you know, by right. uh, before we do kind of our room time in the afternoon. Then I have, so we have that. Then we do a room time mm-hmm. where they have a little bit more kind of downtime. There is a lot of that in right. their lives. Right. And then we have certain days that we kind of run all of our errands and do all of our things. Right. And, and then I have days that I literally just will not schedule things yep. so that we have entire days right. at home. Right. And like I said, even our very extroverted kids value that. Yes, yes. And I think, you know, there might be a tendency to think, well, you know, can your kids get up and get going and get to things on time and, and all those mm-hmm. things? And and we've seen they do. Yes. because. And that was honestly one of the questions we had. We yeah. were like, did we yes. create this environment where John's about to start working, <laughs> yeah, right? He's never Is he going to be there? And and I mean, he just, such a hard worker. Yeah. He he geared in. Now we're like, hey man, why can't you get up to do your school, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm working on all <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, yeah, right. So, but, but man, it just, you know, they will figure out what they care about and what's important to them. Yes. And if the character is there, yes. then they will be able to shift and they will be able to make changes and have that discipline to do whatever. I also think that kids need a lot more sleep yes. than we give them. Right. And that's something that I'm a big, big protector of mm. is I just, I think they need to sleep. Yeah. I, there's so many studies on this, yeah. mental health, physical health. And I just wonder how much of what we're seeing in the world mm. today is connected to the way kids are eating Mm. and the way that they're sleeping. And so that's a huge one. And as they get into those teenage years, they need to sleep more like toddlers again. (laughs) And instead their time to rest just gets shrunk and shrunk and shrunk. And I think that there's a little bit of a, if we're not careful, there's a scarcity mindset Mm. in all of this. It's like, we have 18 years to pack an entire life in for our right, kids. Right. And even for us as adults, it's just, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. There's not enough time. And what if we just took a deep breath mm-hmm. and said, there, there will be, there right. will be enough time. And part of it is, and this kind of references back to something we talked about earlier. What if we don't do all the activities every year? Right. What if we do an activity and then we do a different one and then we right. do a different one, but we have this whole like, it's like you a have career. to be like the expert. It's like, you know? I choose this thing and I'm going right. to do it forever. Right. You know? right. What if we just tried things? Mm-hmm. What yeah. if we gave them a shot and experienced it and then did something else? We, well, and, that might help yes. a lot with that scarcity and, mindset. And you know, let's be honest, like most of us are not going to turn into professional versions of all the things that we right. do. So, so it's like so much of it, if that's not what your kid wants to be, right? then there's a level at which it's like, hey, this is enough, right? You, right. you enjoy it. It's great exercise. There's so many benefits right. to things like sports or, you know, music stuff. Right. Like all of the things can turn into, hey, you have to keep going and just get better and better and better and be an expert at this thing. Right. And it's like, who says yeah. we have to do that, right? Especially when the child is no longer enjoying right. it in any way, shape, yes. or form. And what yes. it's doing is just creating stress right. on them and the family. And there's a level of pushing through. It's, we're not saying, hey, you know, you don't like it, we'll bail out, right? right. It's like, no, you're going to finish. Right. And we've done this before mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I don't really want to do this anymore. It's like, hey, you committed to this thing. Right. You're going to see it through. Yeah. 
but you're just gonna see it through for the rest of the season, yeah, not the, end date. the next yeah. four years, right. you know not what I mean? Forever. Or the next eight years. Because I'm gonna live my life vicariously through you <laughs> right. and make you into yes. the one I didn't get to be yes. and do that thing, and which is a yes. huge danger. And back to and like, we are, we are we have to be in this constant cycle of reevaluating, yes. right? And, and I think that's what's so important. And, and this is talking with your kids and checking in and you know finding that middle ground. And coming back and making sure your identity mm. is not in what your child looks yes. like and how successful they look on paper or on yes. social media we are, or wherever else that I'm not creating my parenthood identity yeah. in our family, doing all the right things that look mm. a certain way. But I'm, I am, my identity is in the things it should be in and who I am and who I was created to be in living that out and helping my kids to do the same. Yes. And so our activities are just activities yes they don't hold our value yes it's it's their life yes we we don't own their lives yeah we are just there to steward their lives and and to help them get on the right path to become everything they were created to be thanks for hanging out and spending time with our family today we'd love to connect with you if you would like to learn more about what we're about visit us at onthedoorframes.com